Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the emblem. Live on SENSA, welcome to Red Legs Radio. Get great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Good evening, Red Legs supporters, and welcome to Red Legs Radio. Yes, you're stuck with me for another show. It's Dale Fleming, and I've got my wingman, Joseph Marciano, with us. How are you, Joey? Flemo, good thanks, mate. Great to be here again. Well, you've got to carry me, mate, because Hooky, I believe, is uh, off down to... Uh, the reason he's not here, because he's in Tasmania, just seeing those happy sights of the Apple Isle. Yeah, I think Jade Rawlings has given him a few tipsters to get down there and have a look at these, uh, his home state. So, uh, yeah, without without Hooky today, but great to have you back, Flemo. Great to so, see you again. So he's doing a bit of scouting down there, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, maybe. We don't know yet. But... Okay, well, we might need a bit, because Joe... 28-point loss against the old double blues at Unley on the weekend. Yeah, it was a little bit lacklustre, Flemo. Um, look, the boys probably didn't really fire a shot throughout the whole day. It was a two-to-three-goal two two margin that um, that the double blues led by. The boys, stick they, they stick by it, thought by uh, a lot of it, but um, they just weren't able to get the job done. Um, and they, even though they pressured and rallied, uh, Sturt put the accelerator on and um, ran away 28-point winners in uh, on their home deck down at Wigan Oval. Yeah, mate. Look, I um, I thought we were in it for a while, yeah. but never felt like we could get the initiative. Uh, we we you know, we had a couple of moments where we we were putting a few goals, even I think within two in the first half. And I thought, oh, here we go. We might get a run on, but they just seemed to have the answers. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, clearances at quarter time was nine to one, and um, you know, Twig had to address that's that. Gonna, yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. You had first look at it, and then Abe Davis midway through the second quarter has four goals to his name. Um, unfortunately, probably Tommy Donnelly couldn't do much when a when a man's in form and Flummer as a as a defender as you were. Uh, what's it like when obviously a forward gets a bit of a run on? It's hard to get get him back. Well, as you, I mean, it is. I felt for him because the ball was coming in pretty quick. Mm-hmm. They seem to have very good rebound footy. We we you know we were chipping around, and I get that we were trying to open them up and you know pull the zone up. So we can you know find the gaps and then go through into our forward line. But the problem is when you chip it around and you've got sort of seven, eight, nine, ten kicks, and and you're not penetrating their zone. When you have a turnover, you're in trouble, and that happened a lot. And then bang, they've whipped it into the forward line, and poor old Tommy Donnelly's under the pump. Yep. Uh, and I do feel for him as a defender. He's been fantastic for Has us been. all year, but no defender is going to be able to withstand that sort of heat when you're chipping it around and you turn it over. Now, I think our game plan is very solid yep. and very sound. Unfortunately, on the weekend, we just didn't execute. Yeah, and obviously Twig addressed that at halftime. He obviously had to put Campbell onto Abe Davis and then uh, Tommy Donnelly ended up going forward and getting a goal himself. So Yeah, he did, um, but which, look, uh, which Backman liked, mate. I yeah, that's right. A couple you love a couple of snags as well, Flemo. But, um, but Nick Roker, was, you know, he was at his you know usual accumulative best with 36 disposals and 11 marks. Benny Jarvis kicked two and was lively up forward. He's bring that's he's brought his goal tally to eleven goals now, and and Jay Rantel probably had a, a pretty significant game with twenty seven disposals and eight tackles, with Matty Nunn having twenty four touches. So I mean, our boys had a lot of the footy. We you know we thought we 
controlled a little bit of the game, but um, unfortunately the double blues were just a bit too good. They lifted late and uh, 28 point winners in the end. Yeah, and look, when I walked in, um, I thought, gee, what a crowd. Yeah. Um, it was, I could hardly get through the crowd. Mm. And then I realised down at Dunley Oval, they're doing the uh, construction, the construction, the renovation. So everyone was sort of squashed together in a smaller area. But it was a great day for footy. I mean, Norwood v Sturt, yep. always, always a great day. Um, and they're, they're going to write the double blues. They're in second position. Um, we're just sort of holding on at the moment in, in the five. But, um, yeah, it's early days, let's get it. We're only two games off uh, second spot ourselves. So, yep. you know, with a bit of luck um, and, you know, well, luck doesn't come down to luck, but with, you know, sound performances going forward and winning some of those close ones, I think we're, we're looking all right. Yeah, no, we are. And, um, look, they'll take on the Doggies this week on Sunday at Wigan Oval. We take on the Panthers. It's a must-win game because the South, um, with all the, you know, the preseason hype around them, probably haven't, you know, fired a shot as of yet. But, um, look, it's a big game down at Cooper Stadium and we need to get the win. And, um, obviously, we'll be without, uh, and I'll give you a little bit of a hint into team news, but obviously, oh, but it came out in the injury report that Cam Tahini won't play um, yeah, due, to, due to concussion protocol. So we're uh, in need of a bit of a forward forward mix-up. Well, mate, uh, he almost took hanger of the century and did a yeah. full flip over yeah. someone uh, over an opponent's back mm. and then landed on his back yeah. in, a, in a pretty serious fashion. So he did well to get up yep. and, and come off the ground. But uh, when I saw that, I thought, oh, he might be in trouble. Yeah, so he'll be out this week. And, um, yeah, look, it gives an op- another opportunity for another reserve boy um, or a couple of players coming back from um, you know H and S protocols as well. One, one in particular whose surname starts with P. Uh, no, I can't tell you that, Flamma. Yet I can't tell you. Well, we'll we'll see if we can reveal that in the next segment, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> but let's just talk about Matty Panos. Yep. He uh, he played his first game back uh, for twelve months yep. um, in the twos, limited limited time. Yep. But it didn't take him long to get yeah. going. He had a goal in the first. Ten seconds, yeah, I believe. Yeah, first quarter, he was, yeah, first couple of minutes, I think okay. he um, was able to to get on the end of it. And he likes it. He does like Unley Oval a lot, but um, it was just a great sight to see him out in the forward line and having a bit of a run around his first competitive match in what was it, nearly two years um, almost. So um, he won't. <laughs> now you reminded me. No, he won't play this week at either level. He's he's out due to personal reasons. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. For just the one week. Um, so. Uh, well, hopefully, come on. Always the last one in the club to hear things. It's on mate. the injury What's report, you're not reading my injury reports. Oh well, you know, every time I go to read it, the <laughs> server's crashing. There's not many people <laughs> reading your stuff. I can't get on. Am I? Um, nah. So yeah, look, it was great to see him back, and the fans really enjoyed. Had a bit of a kick out of seeing, uh, you know, a, a Jack Odley medalist re- running around and someone that's pretty important for us. So um, uh, yeah, so that was good for him, and um, obviously the uh, People's Choice votes are in as well, and uh, looking forward to. Naming them. So we obviously had the, the six players put forward by the coach and Jacob Kennelly had 51. Uh, Nick Roker had 20. Uh, Mitch Wilkins, 15. Xavier Trant for 12. Corey Stockdale, 12. And Jay Rantel, 4. And I'll just run through the rolling top 10. Tommy Donnelly leading with 859. Ethan Warburton with 143. Jacob Kennelly, he brings himself to third with 123. Harry Boyd at 110. Nick Roker at 73. Nick Pedro uh, sixth with uh, six, uh, 42, Benny Jarvis with 40, Cam Tahini with 31, Xavier Tramper with 31, and Matty Nunn rounds out the 10 with 29 votes. Perhaps that's why Hookie's down in Tasmania, just to settle the natives, because Donnelly hasn't been nominated 
And every time he got a nomination, the whole of the state yeah. voted. Mate, I'll tell you what, it's, it's big noise when you hear Tommy Donnelly gets voted. But, uh, look, he's going to be hard to beat, but um, we'll see in the next couple well, of rounds. Well, the format, I mean, you know, if the supporters uh, get get behind this, which they are, yep. uh, and more and more get behind it, the format will allow the second, third, fourth place person to catch to mount a bit of a comeback, Donnelly, yeah. um, you know, you only need sort of your, you know, 100, 150 votes and, and have three or four good games and you're right back in it. And that's the whole concept of the People's Choice Award. Mm-hmm. It's for the people, <laughs> voted uh, by the people, yep. and there's a lot of people out there. Yep. So, you know, whether it's 100 or 300 votes, we encourage all supporters to get behind it. People's Choice are a great sponsor of our football club. It's about promoting their brand and their support for our club and the players as well. And they've been unbelievable throughout this process, People's Choice. And um, and they've really embraced us, which is fantastic. So um, I encourage all fans to head into our Facebook page whenever uh, we, get the t- we get the names out for the players and um, get on their vote, cast your vote, and uh, let's get behind this great and, and there's been thousands of engagements. I mean, you yeah. do the numbers, but, yeah. um, you know, it really gives our uh, Facebook page a lift when we uh, release the People's Choice Award. And when we win. And when we win. That's right. They're, everyone's a little bit happier and, uh, and more um, open to these sort of things when we win. But uh, as a football club, you're going to win some weeks, some weeks you're going to lose. Right. And that's where we need everyone, Joe, to get behind the club. And at the moment, if I can just take an opportunity to talk about membership... We're at 2,500, same time last year at 2,900. Now, um, I get it. Uh, we haven't had a win on the weekend, so the last thing listeners out there want to do is sign up. Yep. But let's look at the long game here. It's a, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. You know, the boys, <coughs> it's a new squad. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of new players in the squad, they're, they're gelling. They've so, shown some great uh, performances against Westies up at Port Lincoln and, and Port the week before. The talent's there. The game plan's there. It will come together at some stage. But if we get more supporters signing up, getting behind the club, motivating the boys and showing that, you know... The, Giving them the, belief, yeah. The, the supporters are behind them. Uh, obviously, that's got to help. So we really encourage everyone listening out there to get behind the club. Sign up if you haven't. And you've been hard at work bringing out a new three-game membership, haven't you? Yeah, always trying to promote the three-game memberships. They're great value. And, um, you know, you get loads of value in that membership and plus the three games to watch the Red Legs at Cooper's Stadium. So, look, all fans, I would love to love to see you sign up as a, as a Red and Blue member. Be Red and Blue in 22, like I've said. Um, it's been a good start from our boys. Obviously, falling narrowly to the Eagles and Glenelg, the two uh, premiership well, two cont- contenders, pre- premiership pre- premiers contenders. and grand finalists. Yep. Yeah. All right. We're a little bit down last week, but two good wins before that. So let's let's turn our attention to South Adelaide this week and let's get a win. Yeah. Look, the the the, the football program is in good hands. It is okay. We've got a, a seasoned professional running it in Jade Twig Rawlings, um, and uh, you know we've had a lot of recruits in the off in the um, off season, yep. as I mentioned. Yep. Um, I'm really bullish about where this squad is going and the feeling around the squad. And it was so evident up at Port Lincoln when the boys got away, they had to get the job done. Uh, we had a number of um, dinners afterwards and, and we had a number of uh, functions as a club. The vibe was great. Yep. And uh, although we didn't get the chocolates on the weekend, I'm really bullish about where the program's going. So that's fantastic. Now, Joe, mm. before we go to a break... A little mention, and we'll talk about the girls a little bit more uh, when we catch up with the senior women's coach in Matt Creeper a little bit later in the show. But uh, they didn't have a win. They're still fourth. And this week is a crunch game. Oh, no, it's a massive game. We uh, The girls 
they'll, they'll feature after the league team at 4.50 at Cooper Stadium. So we'd love a few fans, all our fans, to stick around and support the girls because it's a, it's a do-or-die clash against the Panthers, who are fifth. They have a better percentage than us, but we're sitting in fourth. So a win will do it for us. And... Um, Look, we've got a pretty strong squad, I must admit, but we'll get into that a little bit later with Matty Creeper. Yeah, well, I tell you what, I'm going to be there because uh, I know the girls will get it done and we'll ask the coach a little bit later all about that. Great first segment, Joe, as we call it, the first quarter. Uh, I haven't been dragged yet. You're flying. <laughs> uh, let's see how we go after the break. Thanks for listening to Red Legs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. On SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Welcome back, Red Legs supporters and listeners and fans. It's myself, Dale Fleming, and my wingman, Joseph Marciano, bringing Red Legs Radio to you this evening. Well, Joey, how are the oranges in the break? Pretty good? Yeah, they were good. Yeah, it tasted yeah. well. Yeah, they're pretty good, the old oranges. Um, <clears throat> I had a little bit of a cup of tea as I'm a, well. I'm a lolly man. But uh, oh, yeah, you had the big snakes. Oh, there was Gavin, none left Gavin the, looks after me with more. There was no snakes left by the time I got out there. So confectionery. I had to, just have the oranges and a cup of tea. <laughs> uh, uh, mate, so we're going to get into the teams in a, in a moment. The teams, which are brought to you by Paradise Mazda. Uh, the great team out there at Paradise Mazda, Jeff Neal and Rob Mialo and Kevin Bue and, and the whole team, just a fantastic supporter of our footy club. I think they're coming up to their 16th year. Got a service there tomorrow morning as well. Have you? Yeah, okay, I'll give them a ring later and make sure they put uh, 20% commission on that <laughs> for me. Exactly right. Um, we know our supporters love going out there and buying a Mazda. And if you're in the market right now, make sure you give Kevin or Rob a call. They'll look after you if you tell them you are a Norwood supporter. But let's get into it, Joe. The teams, as I mentioned, brought to us by Paradise Mazda. Yep. Have you got them for me? I do. So the uh, Norwood Footy Club team is in round six v South Adelaide, 205 star at the parade Saturday afternoon. So from the uh, full forward line, uh, we've got Xavier Tranfer, Connor McLean and Cam Ball listed there. The half forward line is Joshy Richards, Benny Jarvis and Tom Wagner. The centre line is Jacob Kennelly, Mitch Wilkins and Maddie Nunn. The half-back line is uh, uh, Henry Nelligan, Tommy Donnelly and Corey Stockdale. Our back line, full-back line is uh, Declan Hamilton, Jack Hurt and Pierre Seymour. Our followers are Harry Boyd, uh, Nick Rokar and Jay Rantel. And our interchange is as follows. Sam Morris, uh, Mac Bauer, Matt Vardeniger, Nick Pedro, Bain and Lowe, uh, Jay Kelly and Ethan Warburton and Jack Kelly, sorry. And so we've got the four potential ends on Sam Morris, Bain and Lowe, Jack Kelly and Ethan Warburton. Cam Tahini is the confirmed out with uh, entering concussion protocols. Oh, good. Good good to see Sam Morris back. I'm a big rap for that yeah. kid. And, and Works the way, hard. Way, yeah, exactly. The way he goes about it and the way he applies himself. Wilkins on a wing. Yeah. Hey? Yeah, well, he's had a bit of bit of time uh, into the midfield now. Um, we've had to use him down back wherever we, you know, feel when like the game that, the game's yeah. going and all that. But he's really embraced his role in the midfield. And Campbell listed in the forward line, so mm. uh, maybe that's a little bit of an interesting. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, choice just there. Back to Wilco. Um, he's oh, look. I, I really love the way he goes about it, and um, just to unleash him a little bit, yep. uh, put him put him in the midfield, which we've seen a few minutes in the midfield mm -hmm. this season. I, I really think gives us that sort of a uh, little bit of flexibility, a little bit of an edge, a little bit of a surprise factor because the way he goes about it, I really rate. Um, now, who were who were there any debutantes in those ins? Yeah, Jack Kelly is the only one that potentially comes in, the former central man. Yeah, um, okay. So he's, play, he's a bit of a midfielder. 
uh, halfback, Jack Kelly, and um, he's been really impressive along with Ben Kelly, his brother, who both joined from the, to the footy club uh, in the preseason. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, look, looking forward to see if he can get gets gets a gig. Uh, good luck to him if he does. Uh, we always like to see uh, new players for our footy club. Harry Boyd holds down the ruck. No surprise, 100%. he's had a good year, mate. Yeah, he has, and he potentially is a chance to get into the state squad that that drops as well next week. Yeah, well, that's right. We got what six in there. Yeah, there's Jack Hurds is one of them as well. So, yeah, there's about you six have of a little them. chat. No, seven Jack. of them. Seven we of them. We have a little chat, to Jack, in a minute. Yeah, we are. You know how much I love chatting to backline players. Very composed man. Now, um, so anything else to wrap up there, Joey, before we actually do have a chat to Jack and, um, you know, your thoughts on the game this week? Yeah, no, it's going to be a big game. Um, they've obviously got some good, really good players, um, South Adelaide, and, you know, they've got the experience of Keegan Brooksby and Joey Haynes and Matt Broadbent, Bryce Gibbs, Sam Overall, um, and Kim Cantilla was very impressive last week uh, with his speed off, um, you know, throughout the forward line. So it's going to be a massive game, and I'm looking forward to seeing our boys respond. Yeah, I am too, mate. So on that note, let's uh, let's bring in to Red Legs Radio a man that I like watching the way he plays football. Yep. I often say to him, mate, you remind me a little bit of myself. But uh, That's a big accolade. Well, I don't no know. I, I, I'm not sure about that. But uh, he just seems to never be beaten. Yep. Uh, I've never seen him have bags of goals kicked on him. And those moments where you think, oh, they're going to grab that or the forward's going to take a mark, bang, he just finds a way to spoil. And he's very clean, and I want to welcome Jack Hurd to Red Legs Radio. How are you going, Jack? Yeah, good, fellas. How are you guys? We're going well, mate. Do you even know who you're talking to? Yeah, it's someone <laughs> going. How are you going? Hey, Hurdy. How are you guys? We're going well, Hurdy. So, uh, look, mate, yeah, before we... Uh, get into things about the upcoming game and your form and, and just how you go about it. A uh, bit disappointing on the weekend to go down to them by 28 points at uh, Unley Oval. And I'm sure uh, probably towards the end of the game, you could hear them chanting their double blues songs and yep. giving it to our supporters out there uh, at Unley Oval. But look, yeah, good credit to them. They played the better footy on the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a disappointing game for us, obviously. Um, we yeah we went there to win and uh, yeah we couldn't couldn't quite make that happen on the day. Um, I think yeah fair all, all credit goes to Sturt. They're a good side and um, probably the back end of last year and this year so far they're showing that they're one of the best teams in the comp. Um, but then again we want to beat be able to beat the best teams in the comp because we see ourselves up there right up there with the best. Um, yeah we just couldn't quite get it done. Probably in all all facets of footy and they just yeah had our measure on the day but. Yeah, look forward to when we get a play at the parade later this year. Yeah, for sure, Hurdy. Um, you know, we've been pretty sound defensively, I think, in the, throughout the first five games. And we've got a tight-knit back group. I mean, uh, how do we, you know, this week in training, how do we attack South Adelaide? They've got some, some tall forwards like uh, like Garthwaite and uh, Sammy Overall. Um, you know, what's the message there? And, and how do we attack the team of South this week? Yeah, I think, um, obviously, we've got a still pretty young, young backline group. Um, not too much experience, probably apart from Wilco and Deck, but I think we're just working on our chemistry. Um, I know, like myself, Pierce Seymour, um, Tommy Donnelly, and Campbell all sort of are still getting used to each other's game, and we're, each week we get better and better at understanding what each other brings to the table and how we can all help each other um, get, a, get the most out of, out of ourselves. Yeah, I think we've been a pretty strong defence. Um, Last year, I think we're in the top, um, in the top couple for the least points conceded, and I think we've started 
pretty similar this year. So I think, um, yeah, we've been pretty sound. I think it's just about trying to yeah negate their key players, as you said, Garth White and overall big boys. But I think we can do the job on them in the air and let the little fellas, little fellas go to work on the ground. Yeah, Herdy, you mentioned Cam Ball and, and obviously Mitch Wilkins, who's just a, a consistent, experienced defender down there alongside you. But you must have enjoyed having Tommy Donnelly, Tommy Donnelly come into the team this year. He's, he's a fantastic, reliable defender, isn't he? Yeah, the big, the big red shed, as we call him. Um, we love having shed. him down there. <laughs> I like that. It's a yeah, big, we, he's, he's, we a big, love. he's a big bunning shed, old uh, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the biggest shed you can get, I reckon, he's... He's massive. Yeah, it puts. I think it. Um, it's so good uh, for players like me and Bowley because probably last year we had to play those real lockdown roles on the the biggest key forward. We're probably giving away a bit of size, a bit of height, a bit of weight. So um, having Donners down there gets to play on the big monsters of the other team. Really, really like, adds another dimension to our backline and makes us feel feel really safe. You know, when he's one on one, he's not getting beaten too often. And I think he's yeah bought the. Premiership footy that he's played in Launceston. Um, he's brought that brand of footy to Nord, which has been really pleasing to see. Yeah, Herdy, I was just speaking to Flemo before about, you know, obviously Tommy Donnelly last week and, and you know, Campbell when he went on to Abe Davis. As a defender, give the, the supporters a little bit of a, an insight. When a, when a forward is marking the ball really well, when the ball's coming in really fast, what's the, as a defender, what's your mindset in, in trying to, you know, you know, trying to stop him and, um, you know, is there a little few? Don't give away too many tips, but you know, what's the mindset yeah. of trying to stop a guy that's you know red hot and it's coming and in the quick. ball's coming in yeah. quick? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, obviously the biggest thing probably when it's not quite going your way and the, the ball is coming in really quick is trying to be a bit more proactive. Um, I think that it's pretty easy to think, oh, this is so tough out here. I'm one on one with a, a big forward and like there's nothing you can do. But I think what something I try and do is try and um, get in their mind and think about what they're thinking. They're probably licking their lips, knowing that the ball's going to come in thick and fast. And if you can just stand stand a little bit more forward than you usually would, get a bit more body touch on or something like that, just to try and get in their head and make make them know that if they're going to mark it, it's still going to have to be a bloody good effort. Um, yeah, another another thing, talking about last week, it was, well, Donners and then Bowley had a pretty yeah tough gig on there, the way the ball was coming in. It's up to... It's really up to the rest of us defenders and to a certain extent the middies as well, putting pressure up the field because it's, it's quite an isolated position being one-on-one with a, a big forward like Abe Davis and full credit to him, he, he played very well. But um, yeah, it's, it's up to the rest of the team, I think, to not put Donners and Bully in a position like that because it's very, very, very hard to stop no matter what sort of play you're playing on. So. Oh, you're right, Hootie. Um, when it's delivered on a... On a plate um, and it's coming in quick uh, very hard to stop but I like your thinking mate I like the way you go about it and the way you said that you know when you're under the pump that's the time to really be more proactive and back yourself rather than go into your shell and you know sort of hope that the ball doesn't come your way you know that mindset is never going to work and the, the way that you mentioned um, that you know when the times are tough and it's coming in hard that's the time you're going to back yourself and really uh, put your put yourself on the line to beat your opponent. That's fantastic work, mate. And Joey, you've got something you wanted to ask? Yeah, you know, I was going to say, obviously, Hurdy, um, you know, being nominating, congratulations, being nominated in the initial state squad. Um, obviously, you had a real breakout year last year. You won the 2021 Round 18 Power Raid Breakthrough Player from a standout performance against the Roosters. I mean, um, you know, what does that mean to you, obviously, being that initial squad? 
Yeah, um, look, Joey, to be honest, it was a um, very no nice surprise and a big <laughs> honour to be um, put not into a, the initial uh, stage one. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you. But um, yeah, thanks, fellas. But yeah, I think, look, I'd obviously only about 20 odd games into my career, and I think, um, yeah, I think that I have been internally, I feel like that I've been supported and recognised for the way that I've played probably over the last 12 months now. Um, but yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see that someone else outside the outside the footy club, um, yeah, noticing my improvement, and I think, um, yeah, hopefully we'll have a few few Nord boys. Um, yeah, I think we got seven in the squad, yep. so hopefully a few few of them get to go over to WA and represent the state, which would be yeah a big honour for all of us. So um, yeah, see how we go, but yeah, I think it's a big, pretty big feather in my cap, and I'm yeah very honoured to be. Well, you're a humble man, Hurdy, because. You're a humble man because uh, I reckon um, anyone that watch, watches the way you go about it would um, certainly expect you to be picked in that squad and I expect you to, to be picked in the team because you've been a fantastic backman, a fantastic player for the Norwood Football Club. How old are you? Yes, I'm, I'm 21, so I'm turning 22 later this month. So, right, so you, I mean, yeah. your best foot is still in front of you, you know, your next four, five, six years. Um, you, you'll improve every year as a player. Yep. Um, which is frightening for forwards out there in the Sanford world. And who knows, maybe you might even get picked up as a mature age because uh, I reckon you could uh, go up to that next level too, mate. It's been great talking to you, Hurdy. Keep up the good form. Make sure you keep supporting the big red shed. And uh, let's get the yeah, chocolates this week, eh? Hey? Yeah, sounds good, boys. Thank you, me. Thanks, Hurdy. Have a good day. Well, mate, I tell you, I, every time I watch him, I just think, you know what, he's got a he's got a footy brain. Yeah, he does. You know, he knows where to position himself. Uh, he'll often take the uh, forwards um, space bef before the forward yep. even knows he wants that space. Yep. He he makes his move when the ball is at the top of the flight rather than when it's sort of you know, only well. ten meters from the forward's hands, which is often too late. Yep. Too late. So yeah, just his whole ability to put himself in a winning position and then he's got the talent to execute is fantastic. And as an outsider, obviously watching him, he looks like he just you know, the game looks a bit slower when he's around. He yeah, looks he does. like he's got a lot of time in his hand and he's a, a bit of Pendlebury effect yeah, there. Yeah, he eh? does actually, yeah. No, he's a ripper, mate. Well look, we've got to go to a break, Joey. Uh, yep. after the break we're gonna catch up with the senior coach of the women's Matt Creeper, and he's going to tell us how the girls will get the job done this week. You're listening to Red Legs Radio, thanks to Climate Air Conditioning. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the Live on SENSA, welcome to Red Legs Radio. Get great value at Palmerbet, gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back, Red and Blue Army. You're with Dale Fleming and Joe, Joe, Joey Marciano here on Red Legs Radio. Well, Joe, my hammies are getting a bit tight, mate, but I've come out after half time. I don't know if I've got too much left in me. You might have to carry me home. Can you do that? Flemo, come on, mate. I'll do that oh, all mate, day. I do, I do that every day. Now. 50. I'll do that every day, mate. Oh, yeah. Well, you do. That's true. But don't, don't tell the listeners that. No, I won't. We'll have to cut that out of the show uh, if we can. Well, it's probably live, so that's impossible. Um, now, um, Joe, we're, gonna, uh, we're going to have a chat, hopefully, to uh, the senior women's coach, Matt Creeper. We're trying to get hold of him at the moment. With a bit of luck, that happens. Otherwise... Uh, we will uh, continue to talk about mm. the upcoming women's game. Yep. Sitting in fourth. Yep. Coming off a loss, unfortunately. Playing South Adelaide, who are sitting in fifth. One game to go. Yep. That all adds up to an absolute cracker, Joe. Yeah, I, 
a theatrical, is that the word for them? A theatrical ending Don't here. Don't ask me to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot riding on this game. We're at home, so we get the we get the home advantage in this one. Uh, we did, if the, the girls will be confident, they defeated South Adelaide early in the season at Flinders University uh, Stadium. So, you know, we have we have the, the team to do it. Um, it's just whether we can obviously get on the pitch and, and execute. Leah cutting back as well. This time didn't play against South Adelaide, so really excited to have her well, in there as well. I think we've got the team to do it, and I know we've got the coach to do it, and we have got hold of him. Welcome to Red Legs Radio, Matt Creeper. Uh, thanks, guys. How are you, mate? Now, first of all, Matt, let's get to the serious business. How's that mobile phone going? Is it working? Yeah, <laughs> mate. Best mobile phone you've uh, you've ever supplied. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, be, couldn't be happier. Well, yep. it was worth the wait, wasn't it? Because there was a few days of drama there, uh, which we uh, went back and forward on. But you'd be happy to know, mate, I had to um, replace mine recently, and it took me about two days to get one as well. So uh, there's karma. Oh, lucky, lucky, it only took, lucky it only took you two days. Eh? <laughs> How lucky are you? There's karma for you. Now, Matt, big game this week. The girls are sitting in fourth. You're playing the fifth-place side in South Adelaide. And um, a win, whoever wins will play finals. Pretty much, yep. It's now or never. So, uh, yeah, the challenge has been set. Um, had our opportunities over the last couple of weeks to secure that um, finals berth, but haven't been able to do it. So, um, yeah, it all comes down to the last minor round game and um, girls are primed and, and ready to go. So a couple of couple of wins back in uh, this week um, that will strengthen us. But, um yeah, you know, it's it's pretty much up to the girls now. Yeah. Well, who who are the ins, Matt? Can you tell us? Um, so yeah, we've got uh, Grace Mobile uh, coming back in. She's been on uh, representative duty with the Allies over the last few weeks, so she'll slot back in. And uh, Nicola Burns, uh, key defender, who was unavailable due to work last week, so she'll come back in as well. Yep. Hey, Matty. Um, obviously, you know, and I like bringing the the coach into it and giving the fans a little bit of an insight. Um, you know, as a coach, and obviously a game like this, a lot riding on it. You know, talk us through the week and, and how do you get the best out of your players and calm the players down knowing that there's a lot riding on this game, but you want to, you don't want them to be obviously too nervous, but comfortable enough to go out there and, and execute the game plan. Just talk us through your little bit of methodology around that. Yeah, we haven't changed anything. Um, you know, I think it's uh, best to go about your week as per normal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't want to put too much fanfare on it and we've just got to go out and just get the job done. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've got processes and we've got the structures in place. We've got the personnel. Um, we don't do anything different. It's not as if we change up our training structure during the week or train different days or train different hours. We, we just go about our business and do the same thing. It's, it's the same thing we've been doing week in, week out. Um, and really, this week, it's all about you know some key matchups and, and execution and probably more so focusing on what we've got to do to get the job done, not not so much on the opposition. You know, if, we, if we play our game and, and we go about it the way we want to go about it, well, we get the job done and we, we play finals. It's really, really simple. That's right. It's a pretty simple game at the end of the day, isn't it, uh, Matt? But um, you'd be happy with the way some of your youngsters have performed this year. Uh, Sachi Simon and, and Lana Schwert are a couple that come to mind in the midfield. They've really stepped up and, and taken on some uh, roles that uh, normally more experienced players would have to uh, play. Well, that's it. They've been in the system for a couple of years now. So, um, you know, last year was a, a big learning curve for them and um, understanding, you know, what it's like to play at senior level and, and um, you know, what the requirements are. But, you know, they got through last year and, and they've come back bigger and better and stronger for that experience then. And, you know, playing some state footy this year as well. And, you know, they played some really good games for us, but also at state level. Um, and, you know, they've been really solid performers for us. And you, you throw in... You know, a couple of others there as well um, that have uh, had their opportunities, and, and especially 
Molly Brooksby, who's played state footy this year too, still at that uh, underage level, um, you know, a bit younger than the other two. So, yeah, we've got some good young kids coming through and, and they're starting to fill the void of some of the senior players that um, may have moved on or, or are getting um, you know, less game time because these kids are, are coming through and they've got that talent and experience. And that's going to be a, a thing going forward, you know, with these young girls that are coming through, that are coming through the pathways at a younger age, well, they're certainly going to be um, taking on you know, greater roles and, and greater responsibility from a younger age because they've had that skill set um, from, from you know, grassroots level all the way up. Yeah, that's right. And you mentioned Molly Brooks. She's been fantastic. And then you've got the uh, the girls at the other end of their uh, the spectrum, and I suppose you know t- towards the end of their careers. Um, although these days uh, with women's football, um, you know it's such a, a new game. You, you probably you know some of these names like Sophie Armistead and Ashley Gould and, and Leah Cutting probably still got several years left in them, but they're more experienced. They've all played fifty or more games, and they'd be passing on their knowledge to these younger girls. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, you got Cutters who's uh, a little bit older than the other two, but um, yeah, when you you look at Soph and and Goldie who have played the fifty games, well, they're still they're still reasonably young in terms of the football uh, world in, in the women's game, especially. So yeah, they've got a number of years. Um, you know, Goldie to our surprise, and I hadn't looked at it before, and I knew she was young, but I you know, didn't realise she was uh, only twenty four and mm. you know playing fifty games uh, just recently. She she can go and play at least another fifty, maybe even a hundred. Um, so. You know, there's, there's still time for, for some of those girls. And, and what we'll find over the course of time is these younger girls coming through that are playing football at, at that senior level from a younger age, well, they'll, they'll definitely clock up their 100, 150 games going forward. But, um, you know, we've got some experience there, which is good. And some of these girls that are getting to the back end of their careers have been fantastic for us. But, um, yeah, we're still hoping that the majority of those girls have got some time left in them. And, and hopefully we can add that good mix of youth and experience that helps us be successful. Yeah, definitely. And um, Maddie, obviously, we lost our inspirational skipper Matt, uh, Ali Farrell to a Farrell to a um, an arm, a season-ending arm injury against the Eagles uh, about two or three weeks ago. Um, obviously, it would be a bit you know disheartening for her. Obviously, on the on the eve of a finals campaign, potentially to to be missing um, and that leadership you know, on the field and all that. But you know, how's what's her influence been around the group at the moment, and, and how's she giving um, you know the leadership advice? Um, you know, she helping you in the box, or what's the what's the like with her? Yeah, absolutely devastating uh, to see Ali go down a few weeks ago. That was, um, yeah, really hard to see. And, mm. you know, really, really devastating that, um, you know, such an injury like that, you know, puts pay to your season. But um, she's as tough as nails. And, and um, you know, while she's still recovering from that, um, you know, she's been great around the group. And, yeah, straight away we sort of said to her, like, we want to have you involved still in some sort of capacity. She's got um, coaching aspirations, so we said straight away, like, come and help me out. Yep. Um, come and sit side by side and we'll we'll go through, you know, what we um, are doing from a coaching perspective and, and give her some help and guidance in, in that aspect because she's not a good watcher. Um, so to have her sit up in the stand by herself and, and be watching just would, yeah, probably be um, too too tough for her. So, yeah, we, we need to need to keep her involved and, and need to give her a role. So, yeah, last weekend um, was her first opportunity to do so. So she came and sat up with us and Fantastic. looked at um, some of our key matchups and opposition stuff for us, and, and she'll continue to do the same for the rest of the year. But, um, yeah, really, you know, shattered for her um, because, you know, she's done all the work. She works harder than, than most and got herself, you know, really cherry right for the start of the season. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, she had a few injuries and then, 
Um, yeah, then obviously a major injury that uh, put pay to her season. But, you know, she can still offer her services elsewhere. She was out at training last night helping us with drills and getting around the girls. So, yeah, no matter where she is, she's always providing um, that, that great leadership, which we, we do expect from our captain. Yeah, you're right, Matt. Look, she's a ripping girl. Um, always puts her hand up to, to do promotional work for the club or turn up at events, um, you know, and be the... You know, be interviewed and, and just you know really promote the the women's program and, and the Norwood brand and uh, it's a great opportunity for her to see the other side of the uh, of of the program and be in the coach's box and get some experience because one would think she'll go on and probably coach football one day because she is a great leader. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's a you know she's a ripper and and um, you know we we talk most days about football and and we're on the same page. Uh, quite often we're thinking the same things and you know she'll call and say what do you think about this and. I'll basically say, yeah, no, I've already thought of that, and, and vice versa. So, you know, we are on the same wavelength when it comes to, to that aspect. So it's really, it's a really easy um, yeah, transition for her to come and sit in the box with us and, and go through stuff and, and um, yeah, like-minded thinking and, and everything like that. It's just really useful. Um, so, you know, we know that when she's going to be talking to the players, she's she's delivering what we want to deliver, and, and it's in the same, you know, same language, which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Matt, good luck this Saturday, mate. Um we really hope you get the chocolates. You, you got a, you're running a fantastic program there, and um, you know if you can get that final spot, anything can happen. And uh, you know we'll be there barracking for you, mate. So good luck. No worries, mate. Yeah, just got to give ourselves a chance, and uh, the girls will do the rest. Go well, Matty. Good on you, Matt. Good on you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Matt. He's a ripper, Joe. He's um, you know really come in and uh, yep. and taken that program to another level. He obviously uh, had a bit of time over at Collingwood under yep. Steve Simons, and um, you, know, you can just tell that he's really focused. He's got a vision. He's got a long-term plan, and and the girls are responding. You know, yeah. as we mentioned, some of these youngsters that are starting to play <clears throat> the football, they are elite as as leaders within the program is testimony to the coaching and the program that Matt's putting in. Yeah, because he obviously last year we had a, a pretty good team that finished top and were and were really good. Disappointingly, went out in the finals, but obviously rejuvenated the list a little bit and said, you know what, for a little bit of the girls who were playing, we saw Jess McAlino lead to West Adelaide and said, you know what, we're going to entrust in the midfield group to be in, in the hands of the youngsters. So they've come in and he's made that call and it's been fantastic. It's been a revelation really Absolutely. to see our improvement. So uh, looking forward to this Saturday, 4.50 parade straight after the league yeah, game. Should be good. Hang around uh, supporters and and cheer the girls home because, you know, any Norwood team in the, in a, in the finals is, is something where we're, we're here to do and, uh, you know, everyone plays football to be in a finals campaign. We need to get behind them. Mate, we've got to go to a break. I don't know if I'll come out after three-quarter time, <laughs> Joe. Can you take us home? It was a pretty good premiership court, I must say, Flemo, but yeah. I can take you home, don't worry. Yeah, all right, good. We'll see if I can make <laughs> it back. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem. Live on SENSA, welcome to Red Legs Radio. Get great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back, listeners. Well, I've got the doctor's clearance, Joe. I thought I might be able to fake the concussion test or, you know, say my hammy's just not up to it, but they've sent me back out, mate. Here I am. <laughs> five minutes of uh, Red Legs Radio to go. You're going to have to carry me home, mate. I'm more than happy to. So yeah, I've no. got some questions and you can uh, you go can uh, answer them and go ahead. Uh, give all the content to the listeners. Merchandise. Mm. Um, we've had some new items coming this week. Yes, we, we had the uh, the scarf, the new uh, NFC scarf. Which everyone's been waiting for because obviously scarf yep. is a, a big uh, merchandise a bit item. Everyone collects their scarves and every year there's a new version. It's and, getting a bit um, colder, Flamo. 
poor old Peter Nanotti and Angeline Angeline Solari have been hammered. When are the scarves coming in? Well, they're in. And you put a picture on social media. Yeah, looking did, great. Yeah, they, they look they are sensational. And, um, you know, they look great as well. And I'm encouraging all the fans to uh, make sure you grab this, your scarf this week. And, um, you know, obviously it's getting a little bit colder, Flemo, so we need people to rug up with the footy. And That's what right. better way to do it with the scarf? Well, I, I'm, I'm always looking out for the beanie, mate, when it gets a bit cold. Yeah, uh, the old obvious, noggin. obvious reasons. Um, and you put our uh, our little uh, assistant, or I shouldn't say little. Oh, actually, I should say little <laughs> and shouldn't say assistant because she really does everything, doesn't she? she Karen, does. yep. she was on social media making her famous. Yeah. She, she'll be terrified yeah. that I'm speaking Pete, about her. Pete and Oddie wanted a few models and uh, yeah. he came the right way, got Karen in straight away. Yeah. Had to do a little bit of a side deal with me to get the endorsement, but uh, I came in and looked well, right. a good A little sing out to Karen, who behind the scenes helps us put together Red yeah, X Radio. She's been fantastic. With uh, the, the pro out there, out the back there in Benny Palmer. Yep. Now, um, we've got some events coming up at the club as well, and I just want to give the, the listeners a reminder that every the last Friday of every month, um, we have a business lunch at Norwood, and uh, they've been fantastic. Yep. Um, the new Wolf Blast Community Centre and the Norwood Function Room upstairs are always full. It's a great format, and we have some great speakers. And do you know who we've got this month, Joe? Who's the month? I thought I might put you on the spot there. We've got uh, Rob Chapman. Oh, we've got Rob. Yeah, the, the old chairman Fantastic. of the Crows and obviously a very su- successful businessman. So he'll come in and have a chat to the, uh, the to the audience at the business lunch about life, about the Crows, Fantastic. his role as a chairman, about football, and, of course, about business, which it's all about. So Definitely. looking forward to that. And, of course, we always have our pre-match functions before yep. every game. Yep, yeah, we do. The pre-match functions are uh, always good to get a little bit of an insight on the, uh, you know, the match day partner and what they do and how they support the club. And then you get to little, hear a little bit from Jade Rawlings, our senior coach, uh, before their boys head out onto the field. So they're always a good feed. I'm not usually in them too many times, Flomo. That's uh, that's your piece of business. Well, that is normally I'm emceeing <laughs> them, so I got to go. I got to go a bit easy on the Barossa boy and the Coopers <laughs> to late. Um, but they are a lot of fun, and you know we get. As you mentioned, sponsors get along, and I should have given Appel a bit of a plug because they are our merchandise yep. supplier and, and platinum partner of our football club, and the quality of their gear is amazing. And I notice they're starting to bring out their new lines. Mm. Um, so, you know, get on appel.com.au and follow them on social media because the gear that they're coming out with is fantastic. Um, now, one to watch, Joe. Hmm. This is a little bit of a new segment, and I yeah. like it. Yeah. And we haven't got much time, but yep. you're going to tell the listeners about a p- up-and-coming yep. Norwood player, one to watch. Yep. So last week, I had Phoenix Foster, the key forward, uh, who, who played really well last week. Um, but now this week, Tyson Walls, who was an, uh, an inside midfielder, he's in the state program, plays a little bit up forward, racking them up at the moment, averaging 26 disposals at 84% efficiency. So, uh, again, if you're watching the under-18s, keep an eye on young Tyson Walls. Fantastic. I'll definitely be looking out for Tyson coming through. Before we finish up, Joe, I'm going to put a challenge out there to the listeners. You brought out a three-game membership, okay, to encourage, you know, those that haven't signed up to sign up. We need momentum. Anyone that signs up between now and tomorrow, 5 p.m., Right, we will give the opportunity at some point across the, the rest of the season to come in and sing the song with the winning team at Cooper Stadium. So, if you become a member between now and the end of or 5 p.m. tomorrow, okay, we will contact you and you'll get that opportunity an inner sanctum opportunity. Can't be a better way to finish Red Legs Radio than that, Joe. Love it, it's Lama. been great tonight. You've held the fort, you've made me look good. <laughs> To all you listeners, thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to Red League Radio.
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.